Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, whenever you're in trouble. Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, we'll be there on the double. No jobs too big, no paws too small. Paw Patrol, we're on a roll. Here we go, Paw Patrol. Whoa-ho-ho, Paw Patrol. <laughs> I can gladly say I do not know that tune. So the reason why we did that is because we have grandkids. So and they love that tune? Yeah. And I guess... A it's, lot a show. it's a show. It's a show. It's oh, a yeah. show. It's Paw Patrol. Yeah, yeah. Paw Patrol. And I'm assuming it's a popular show. It's a very, very popular, popular show. show. I've never heard of it. <laughs> never seen it's it? A, it's the same thing like Coco Melon. Coco Melon's the same thing. You're, you're still not identifying any landmarks right now. <laughs> you got to look it up. <laughs> you got, you got I am looking for the toothless Jimmy in the pickup truck in the corner to find out where I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm lost, man. <laughs> Where are we going here? No, no, because I, I got grandkids and they, they, that's, that's their favorite show. So we were trying to come up with a, an idea this morning and I was kind of bright, you know, a bit of a brain fart. I was like, well, they're going to watch the show. So, I was like, so we have to keep it clean. Well, he's only one and a half, so he won't understand the words. Okay, no, and, and his right. father probably swears more than I do. So. Our okay. granddaughter might. She's three, but. She might pick it up. <laughs> okay. That's okay. All right. <laughs> Not really cleanish. I mean, we will see where this train goes, man. <laughs> Welcome to the show, guys. I know we've been talking, Jared, quite a bit. Yep. Years now. Years, buddy. And then also years that you reached out to Jim as well, too, because he was yeah. on the show. And then you're like, okay, let me reach out to Jim because well, Jim it, gave up his digits. Well, it started out with just, uh, I think it was just on the social. I just, you know, do a couple quick highs and things like yeah. that. And then, um, I reached out to him one time because um, we were talking about something, and I, and he said, "Well, give me a call." And I was like, "Oh, absolutely!" So I, I ended up calling him. And were you surprised? Um, yeah, I kind of was actually. Uh, he's he's a guy that, um, um, you know, when I first started in industry, um, he was a big deal with me. Yeah, you know, and then he the, was a big deal with a lot of people. Oh, he is a big deal with a lot of people. The stuff, you know, the stuff on his Instagram page and all and everything is just phenomenal. And then it inspires you, you know, because you look at this stuff he does and he makes it look like so easy. You're like, motherfucker, you know, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but it's not his first canoe trip, no, right? He, so and he's, he's got and I, decades. And the problem with me is I try to, I try to fast track too much. And I see this and I was like, you know, I can build this. I can build anything. You know, I can do it. Um, so I put a lot of pressure on myself for that, right? And he had a, he had a good conversation with me one time. He had said to me that, uh, um, don't gauge yourself on what I've done in the industry. One day you'll be there. He said, but don't put too much pressure on yourself because you will, you'll burn out real fast. So it's a very good point. Yeah. So valid point. Yeah. No, I, uh, he has been a big inspiration and, uh, and my buddy Manny has been a big inspiration to me too. Who's that? I don't know who that is. <laughs> uh, There's lots of Manny. Sorry, he comes up on my phone is There's Billy, Billy Nevis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't believe you gave that up. Everybody, everybody asked me about that. Yeah. I know. And I was like, listen, first of all, any information you have about me online is not true. Yeah. That's it. It's as simple as that. Well, well, I, still remember, I still remember getting, you know, coming up a call display and I was like, who the fuck is this? Guy? I have no idea. Who, who the hell is this guy man? calling me? I have Billy. no idea. I, I was, I was just about to say that you guys are probably the furthest, but that's a lie because Larry from Vancouver beats you guys. Yeah. That's been in the studio on a show. Yeah. So uh, yeah. you guys are from Winnipeg. Yeah. yeah. Manitoba. That's it. Yes. Yeah. So thank you for coming down. Oh, no problem, brother. And I, I'm Thanks glad there. that we, we're finally doing this because yes. we did discuss a Zoom call, but you didn't want to do it. You wanted uh, to come down and check out the studio. No, you know, we, you and I have been talking for a long time. Long time, buddy. Forever. Uh, 
Let me let me hang on. We got to okay. We got to figure out who's who. But obviously, it was so Jared, yep. Candace, right? Yes. Yep. So yes. husband and wife. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. And how long you guys been married? Nineteen years. And how long you been a contractor? Nineteen years. <laughs> no. no, it's been seventeen. Well, seventeen. Seventeen years. So there was two years of wondering what to do for life. Well, before I met her, I was uh, I was an auto mechanic for almost fifteen, sixteen years. Still a trade. It's still a trade. Yeah. I liked it. Um, I got out of it because it was. Uh, um, I get bored easy, real easy. Um, I tried everything from doing an hourly, being an hourly mechanic to going piecework. Um, she'll tell you when I was in piecework, I was more motivated because you could make more money by you know by doing different things all the time, right? Um, and then one day I just I couldn't do it. I was just I was so burnt out. It? I got tired. It it it. It came too easy to me. Like I could go, I could do everything from you know simple jobs to completely rebuilding vehicles and everything. And I just one day I was just ugh, can't do this. This is it's just a bore. I, I think I said this is boring bullshit. I can't do this anymore. I, I got out of it. Got out. I said I, I told her one day and I said I can't do it. I I don't want to do it. It's boring. So she's the one who kind of said, uh, well, she picked something that you have you have you know passion for, and it was my buddy Paul. Who actually got me into electrical? He was a uh, well. He's a, he's still to this day. He's a licensed Red Seal electrician. Um, when he he got into the industry before we needed all the schooling. So back in Manitoba, you could actually um, you could go in to a company and they could say, um, "Well, I want to learn this trade," and they'd put you in as a helper. You didn't need to have. Any type of schooling, you didn't have to, you didn't have to go to Manitoba to say I want to do this. Sign your sign your name. No, you say I want to be a helper. Boom, done. You're a Start. helper. Mm-hmm. So and see, he's been with McCain Electric for Jesus, long time. Yeah, yeah, probably twenty years. Twenty years, twenty years ish. But he's he's at the point too where he's just so bored of it because he's fed up with it too. Or what? It's um, he's done it. He's done it for so long. And he's so good at it. They make him, you know, when, when when I first started out um, in the industry, and I'd ask him a lot of questions. He would be a, a good a good guy that I could turn to and say, "I'm stuck on this." Um, at the time, I think I was a third level. I'd say a third level. Um, I had a journeyman who was uh, arsehole, okay. and he didn't want to teach you anything properly. Right. So, so I turned to him all the time and say, listen, I'm in a scenario here and I, I want to understand it. Um, I liked the industry because it got me confused on stuff and I had to research stuff. Right. Um, but no, he was a good resource. Uh, I still, to this day, I mean, he's just a phenomenal guy. He just, anytime I have an issue with anything, he says, no, just no problem. Out. Oh. That's the industry, man. You're getting way ahead of us. Hang on. I haven't even shared any deets here, man. Pacific Wild General Contracting Services. Yeah. You chose the shortest name for a business, right? Yeah. Well, I remember, remember, remember yeah, because Mara was talking to you about uh, changing it to doing that shark thing. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about and that. Like, shark, really? You really want to do shark? <laughs> what do you mean, shark? Lone shark. First of all, I'm a, I'm a kid that was scarred by Jaws, so then I wouldn't agree. Uh, with well, see, you should explain Jaws, to me. Right? I was like, 
I don't know, maybe 12, 13 when I saw Jaws for the regular time shit on TV. I can't let it go. Let it go. <laughs> I don't like <laughs> sharks, man. I don't like sharks. So the website is www.pacificwildgeneralcontracting.com. Exactly. Email is industrypro2022 at gmail.com. Yes. And on Instagram, it's Pacific Wild General Contracting. Shout out to Clint and Fieldstone. I'm wearing his hoodie today. It's actually a nice hoodie. Uh, I see that you got a nice hoodie there too. It says D Walt on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I could. I'm I not could. exactly sure if it says D Walt or cocksucker. I don't <laughs> know, I'm trying to figure out which I one it is. I was trying to find <laughs> one that said the construction light, but uh, I haven't gotten one yet. So. They don't uh, exist. Uh, oh. I got baseball caps. Oh. that's what I got there. Oh. So, so yeah, I would have. I would have worn that today. But, <laughs> <laughs> no. We're all I we guess love we, Dewalt. We, well, we haven't really reached that plateau in our friendship yet. So there's, there's construction life cups and coffee cups and mugs and. Well, now I feel better. Now I feel. Now I feel oh, like there's a coasters hole. as well. And you can't take this. This is a one-off. That's got to stay right there. What are we going to talk about, Jared? Today, what are we possibly going to chat about on the construction life? Well, I mean, we we often talked about horror um, um, customers. Horror. 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 <laughs> we, we talk about nightmare clients we talked about yeah that. yeah we, we, we talk a lot about that side of the business and try to figure it out you came up with a, a suggestion which i thought was brilliant yeah and i said difficult brilliant but difficult yeah, yeah. and i said like, okay fine whatever and then i started dissecting it and trying to figure it out and i was like you know what it's possible let's just give it oh, a go sure. so i do want to and i'll you let me permit permit me to share oh, absolutely, it absolutely. i mean so on the constructionlife.com website there's actually a tab there that says bad clients yeah now before the bad clients that are listening or the clients that are listening yeah. get up in arms about this shit it's all about this came from a conversation you and I had how clients have Google, they have Homestars, they have yep. every possible resource out there, Facebook, all kinds of stuff to vent out, vent out all their bullshit, their grievances against contractors yep. and stories. Yep. And the thing is that there's always three sides to every story. That's Absolutely. a fact. Absolutely. So sure, you have the client's version, you have our version, and you have the truth. Yeah. Right. Yep. So all I'm doing on the website is there's a, a form there that you can fill out. Yeah. You can share your company. Uh, you can share what was proposed, the scope of work. Yep. You can share the geographic area, rough abouts, but yep. we're not asking for the actual physical address of where this place was. Oh, so you, no, no pictures either? No, no, you can submit pictures. Oh, okay, cool. You can totally submit pictures. Yeah. Uh, you have to uh, click on, a, a, you have to agree to the disclaimer. Okay. And then we're asking you to share your side of the story now. Yeah. That's all it is. And I think it's a brilliant idea. And, the, and this is your idea, Jared, which yeah. I think is a brilliant idea. Yeah. But the purpose of this is that in the event that there's another contractor that's possibly going to be quoting or doing a job in yeah. that same area, they might cross paths and it might be the exact same client. And we're all we're trying to do is avoid a future contractor from dealing with a, an existing bad client. Yes. That's all yeah. we're trying to do. I mean, at the end of the day, we, we talk like when you and I first started talking, I, I used to I used to contact you just just to vent. Yeah, I listen, and and, and and I liked the conversation that you and I had because you would you had this way of calming me down. I do right. Well, you did. <laughs> you had this way of calming me down, and then make me understand that you know what, um, um, to let it bounce off me, and I did for the most part. I let it bounce off me, but uh, I would stew, I would stew, and then you would start thinking, okay, could I have changed the scenario? What did I do wrong? Did I not vet the customer out properly? And we talked about that, right? Yeah. Um, and how, you know, 
I guess I look when I when I first got in the industry, I always talk about you know the brothers in this industry. Like we don't we don't protect each other enough. No, nope. and, and I thought I agree with you. this was this was the best way to kind of say you know what. Um, there's a lot of great guys out there, a lot of phenomenal guys out there. And I'm sure as you get involved in the industry and you're going to get these clients, um, who do you turn to? Like, who do you turn to? You know, um, can Manny take phone calls all the time? Probably not. No, no not all the you time. Know? Like, what do I do? I tell, oh, you know what? Don't worry about that. Talk to my buddy, Manny. He'll, he'll walk you through the process, you know? <laughs> You're giving out my number now? You said stop that. The so. number you reach is not in service. Yeah, yeah, that's what's going to yeah. happen eventually. Is this Billy? Day. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leave a message. No. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, and it's, uh, you know, because I plan on doing this, well, the rest of my life. I, yeah. I, I love doing this. I, I do want to, uh, you know. I do want to be like, you know, I, I would like to be like the Jim Carrick in this industry one day. I think everyone kind of... A lot of trades out there that oh, aspire to be he's that. He's a phenomenal guy. I mean, yes. geez, you know, he's... I, I like how easily approachable he is, right? Um, you were just talking to him on the way in here, getting no, on the street phone and just talking no, about it, right? He's so. just, he just, a, just a really easygoing guy, right? I mean, not as easygoing as you, but... <laughs> um, but it's other, ironic how you can't approach anybody that's on TV representing this industry. Yeah, I know. Or do any of them even offer that? Reach out to me and ask me. Well, a if question. I if I pay sixteen hundred bucks a month, maybe. Uh, that's but, a different story. <laughs> yeah, but I just I don't I don't want to I don't you know I'm just not. Really I don't even think if you pay that money, you still get that feature on that car. Uh, I don't even think you even get a deal on uh, you know like even get to, you know, if you want to go tires. On, Tires. I know. Um, or if you want to get a deal in a room on an island or something like that, you probably won't get a deal on that one. So. So Jared, just, Jared's making friends. <laughs> you know what? These, but, you know, growing up, too, like I used to watch these guys. And these guys, you know, if you're, if you're, not, if you're not involved in the industry, these guys are God. These guys are absolute God, right? That's a good point. Of, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, but as you learn... And you understand that they're not. Um, it's 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 disheartening because I see I still see a lot of people who will kind of look at up to these people and say, "Well, oh, you know, all these guys are phenomenal. Can you get my kitchen done in one hour?" Because it shows it on the <laughs> yeah. And I, I have those clients. Those are those are my. They clients. Ref, they they reference that crap. Oh, absolutely. All, all the time. All along. Oh. Do they reference yes. the whole Pinterest and the house and all that? Crap oh yeah, too? I, I get lots of them. I get lots so of. So what do you do after you roll your eyes? Um. <laughs> I, I think I take the time to really think about the whole the project as a whole. Um, can I do it? Am I honest? You know. Do you um, want to do it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to. I, I want to build that that friendship with mm -hmm. clients, um, and and I do want to build a great product, right? Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a hard gig to get into. Like I mean, we talk a lot about you know the new generation coming in and uh, seeing this, right? Um, how they, they get discouraged because they see the stuff that we go through on a daily basis, but they see the shows and the shows make it look like it's so easy. But okay, can we all just agree that the shows are pure fucking entertainment? Absolutely, that's it. <coughs> Absolutely, they're not factual. No, it's no. not real no. construction. That's no. a fact. I don't give a shit what no. you slice Red or whatever. Workers. Doesn't matter which uh, which show it is. It's it's pure entertainment. Let them yeah. entertain. Continue entertaining. And I don't give a shit. No, right. No, just let them do their thing, but stop, stop influencing people. Yeah. You know? If you, if you, if you, if you have that much industry experience and all that, step up to the plate. You figure that they would have did that by now. <coughs> yeah. 
Why wouldn't they have done it by now? I guess it, it involves sitting down and having 90-minute conversations with complete nobodies yeah. in, in their sort of eyes, right? Yeah. So I don't think they're nobodies. I think no, everybody I, I that's been on the show. When you said nobody's looked right at me, what is that? No, <laughs> I think everybody that's been on the show is somebody. Yeah. yeah. That's it. And I can hear Queen right now. You know what I mean? So it's just like that's how triumphant yeah. it is. Yeah. Right, the song yeah. Queen for everybody that's like yeah. younger. Yeah. Somebody. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. got to keep up with the references, man. <laughs> Otherwise, we're not going to understand I'm, what's I'm, going I'm, on I'm here. Quick, buddy. But no, yeah. it's just like I honestly, and it's funny you bring that up because we were just talking with somebody else with Brian, and we're trying to, everyone's trying to figure out how do we get more people into this industry, right? Yeah. And is it really a monetary thing? Is it because we don't offer that much money in the industry? But I think that there's also the other bigger problem, which is the industry is not willing to teach or share with the new kids coming in. No. no. Majority of the industry, I'm saying. Yeah, I, th I think you have to have, I'll give you an example. My, uh, my, uh, my middle child, he actually works with me now. Okay, um, that's fun. He, you know what, um, he's, a, he's a guy, because he's a 27. He's 27, 27. yes. <laughs> um, Got to double a, check with the court of yeah, records. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's a 27-year-old guy that had really no passion for anything. And he's done everything. Um, when he came to work for me, um, I taught him all the basic stuff and he just took off. Like he just absolutely took off, but he has passion for it now. Nice. So is it, is it the, is it the GCs that are hiring these guys? They're just kind of throwing them in and saying, have at her and, you know, hope for the best. I'd say majority are. Yeah. Yeah. And we need to get more people involved. They actually have passion for the industry and want to teach the next generation. Jerry, it's a lot of work. I know. There's a lot of yeah. work to explain certain things and yeah. to wait yeah. for someone to pick up the skills yeah. or to see if they even have an interest in those skills. Yeah. I mean, even at that age, you're, you're still trying to figure out, do I like this? I mean, yeah. majority of us that get into the business, they go into one, like one trade or something, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So, I mean, like you, how many tickets you got? Uh, technically three. Three tickets, three right? Tickets, yeah. So you're, you're a master of how many? So I've got electrician, yeah, and plumber, plumber, and then my uh, and then my auto mechanics, and then auto mechanics. Wow, yeah. so yeah. you got a lot of tickets, man. I got lots of tickets, buddy. So these other kids that are coming in, are they all like? When was the last time you saw a kid going? I want three tickets. I want four tickets. I got a, tickets. I got a next door neighbor who is just got his uh, red seal in electrical. All he wants to be is an electrician. That's it. That's it. And I had said to him, I said, well, You asked why? why? Yeah. Well, I said, I said, you know, because he's a good guy. He's, uh, you know, a lot younger than me. And I said to him, uh, like, why, why just an electrician? You know, you understand, you understand the industry. Like, why wouldn't you want to challenge yourself something else? And he's, oh, you know, he wants to go work for somebody and have that mm -hmm. predictable paycheck. Some people just want the job. Somebody like I agree with you mm -hmm. that a lot yeah. of mm -hmm. a lot of the industry likes that safety yeah. security. Yeah, yeah. Come on, like you're a GC, I'm a GC, but you're also an electrician. Yeah, like we get shafted quite a bit. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. That's just how it is. Yes. If you're an electrician, if you're ticketed, if you're a plumber, if you're I don't know HVAC or whatever. Yeah. Steady work, steady pay, yeah. no no overhead, not to worry. Business running, troubles, bad clients, good clients, like shit. But, like but there's such a there's such a, the vast majority of stuff you can do with multiple tickets and with multiple experience. Multiple experience, I think, is huge too, right? And it's going in with that confidence. I know a lot of guys who come in who are just strictly electricians. Um, I had a client who said this one time. She was going to do a kitchen renovation. Electrician came in there, looked at it, and blah, 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 went through it. Okay, this is what's going to cost you, and that's it. And she goes, okay, 
but I need to cut holes so I can access stuff. And then she'd say to him, oh, okay, and then what, uh, and you'll, you'll patch those? And he goes, oh, God, no. No, you'll have to call someone else. So with my company, we do everything right from start to finish, right? And I think we need more of that. We don't need one guy just going to specialize in one field and then, um, yeah, I'm going to come in, I'm going to take your money, and I'm going to do this and blah, blah, and have a good day. But that's why a lot of electricians will pick and choose, and then they'll mm-hmm. say, no, I won't do the job and walk away. Yeah. In yeah. today's economy right now, yeah. but wait till when shit turns because shit will always turn. Yeah. Then they'll bend over and do all kinds of stuff. I've also done things a little bit different over the past few years, actually, just as you and I were talking. Um, I do a lot more of, of vetting out my customers, Have getting to. getting a feel, a better feel. You know, I don't just take anything anymore. I'll get, you know, she'll she'll bug me and she'll say, "Well, why are you helping this client out?" Um, you know, um, because there's no money involved in it. And sometimes I'm a softie. Sometimes I will help people who I know need the help. I, I used to be that way in yeah. the beginning, and I know Carlito. Yeah, he, he's still that way. And, yeah, and, but I. I t- at some point, you have to draw a line. I do. Otherwise, I do. You, then your own personal life will be affected. Yeah. And yeah. we and I, clients, for some weird reason, they're not aware that we have personal lives. We have significant others. We have our own duties. Oh yeah. We have like our own shit to take care of too. Well, they think they're they think you're available twenty four seven. If I don't turn that business phone off oh. at five thirty, we yeah. are to select yeah. few. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. I've, I've as I get further into the business, I find it easier to say no, and if they persist, I find it a lot easier to say no. Fuck off. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's just like you have to. I st- because in the back of your head, you're thinking, I've got to take care of my significant other. I've yeah. got to take care of my kids. I've got to take care of my family. I've got to take care of my initial crew, uh, but the guys who help me build my business. So those those all those people come way before this. And as and as you. As you hire more staff, you you kind of you have to take care of them too, and that's that's massive. So you can't Respons- take, and then now you become responsible for absolutely. their yeah. absolutely families. Yes. That changes everything. The dynamics completely change. You you can't take these jobs that are, you know, that you know they're going to take you a week to do, um, and you're not going to make much money. So I always take into account now. Okay, I've got I got seven guys that work for me. Okay, and I know I, everyone has to be fed. It's if because I don't feed them. They're gone. That's what That's I mean. it. Done. Mm-hmm. I know. You know. So I make sure that I got to maintain it. And you know as much as I do, it's hard to find people, right? But they it's don't a- even think that you have all this shit over your head. No. By oh, the no. way, I'm actually thinking about your family. I'm thinking about your situation. Yep. Yep. I'm not just thinking about mine. Now I've, I bring on another employee. I got to think about all this shit too. So now you, yeah, and that's what, that's what we worry about when we're trying to turn in at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yep. When you're oh, still yeah. trying to figure out the next job, trying to finalize the current job, oh, yeah. trying to source out more work. Well, there's a, there's a routine I have at the end of the day too. It's not like... What's that? Well, it's not like I, you know, 5.30, I'm done, go home, have supper, have a shower, call it a night. Wouldn't I, wouldn't I, got, nice? I got a plan. Wouldn't that be nice? I got a plan. I have to plan for the next day. I got to make sure all my clients... Just put the world on pause and then you can have like two hours to I've do tried what you got to do. I've tried Like everyone frozen and just like yeah. do all this shit. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, huh? no. Well, how come you didn't get to this job today? Oh, I don't know, because I have 12 on the go. And, uh, you know, <laughs> it just, you know, and I and I do this thing now too with a lot of clients is uh, deposits are huge. And, you know... Have you changed your whole structure of, on, I guess, payments? Uh, ever um, since listening to some of the shows, because oh I, yeah, I love sure. that so many guests have shared really good ideas. I call it, I, I guess I call it being serious about stuff. Um, it's a good way of kind of feeling for your clients too. 
Um, if I, if I approach, I'll know a client is serious. If I will give them an estimate, they're happy with the estimate. And then I'll say the same thing. Okay. Let's get the uncomfortable part of the way. This is what I need to pay for my materials and a small portion of labor. After I'm done, I collect this and then I'll find the ones who will be like humming, hawing and be like, well, um, I, I'm not really comfortable with that. You know, I'm not, and then I'll say, okay, well, I'm sorry you hear that. Betting. Yeah. Right. And, it, and, it's a, and it's a process. It's, it's a, it's a vetting process because it, because if they're not, if they're not willing to give that up, um, the first thing I think of is I'm not chasing after you. Once the job's done, I'm definitely not putting any of my own funds up front because what if you try to screw me? Right. And I just don't get involved. Yeah, but come on, in all fairness, and Jim's mentioned this, and yeah. I know Carlito's mentioned this as well, and I think you've mentioned it as well. Yeah. We, in the beginning, used to fund it. We used we to did. do that. We did lots. Which yeah. was a huge mistake. Mm-hmm. Everything went in the visa, dude. Yeah. Everything went in the visa. But then now you're carrying. Yeah. You're carrying this shit. Yeah. And you shouldn't be. No. no. I do want to get into, hang on, before I get into a little bit of history, uh, Candace. Yes. Because we're going to talk about what it is like to be married to one of us <laughs> individuals. Yeah. Because that's, that's a whole other world. That's a whole other, yeah, it's an interesting world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let me share a little history and construction here, guys. Construction workers' salaries around the world. This is going to be fun. U.S. What, what do you think the average yearly salary in the U.S. for an average construction worker? Average? Yeah. Average. Just like just a guy working for somebody? Yeah, just average. 50, 60,000? 64,000 and mm-hmm. change. Wow, that's pretty close. Uh, hourly rate is average is 31, 3106. 31, that's not bad. Australia, what do you think it is? Higher or lower? Uh, lower. Oh. 63,722. Mm. Average hourly is $30.64. Canada. Hmm. Oh, I just upset every fucking Canadian. <laughs> Canada. <laughs> Canada, what do you think it is? Higher or lower? I'm going to say lower. $55,789. Wow. Average hourly salary is twenty six eighty two. What do you think that is? We'll get into that. UK, higher or lower? I want to say lower. I'll give you a hint. They just keep getting lower as we yes. go. <laughs> yes. Yeah. UK is 52575 wow. And the hourly is twenty five twenty eight an hour. South Africa. Oh, God. Very low. Very low. $17,407. Oh Average hourly rate in South Africa for a construction worker is $8.37, oh. ladies and gentlemen. Wow. We ain't even at the bottom of the list yet. China. Mm. What's the average salary for a construction see, worker? And I would have thought that would have been higher because yeah. you oh, see what they no build. Oh, no way. $14,965. Hourly rate at $7.20. Ouch. Live off of that. Brazil. Brazil. Brazil salary average is $13,198. Hourly rate is $6.35. I remember making $6.35 wow. when I was a teenager. Yeah. 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 So that's what I just want to share that lovely news wow. to the listeners that um, we are low. U.S. is low. I think every single one is low. I think the bottom half of the list, South Africa, China, and Brazil, is dramatically yeah. too low. Amazing. Yeah. But that's how it works in those parts of the world. Mm-hmm. But I think Canada, should, me personally, I would say double. But Yeah. And it's growing-ish, sort of. Yeah, is it really? Is Canada an attractive place to come to work, to build a family, to live here, to start a new life? I think it... 
I think it depends on the cities for sure because everyone pushes for Vancouver. Everybody pushes for Vancouver. Vancouver, or I guess Quebec or, or Toronto, and I guess you can get Quebec. So Montreal. this, so this is the very first time we've ever been to Toronto. Very first time. Yes, very first, very time, first, first time. Absolutely. Wow, I didn't realize mm-hmm. that. And you yeah. know, you know what I don't like? What? So I tell I us. Don't like your drivers. <laughs> They're all a holes. Oh my god! Like, oh my god! They don't know how to drive. I so we took the smallest rental. When we got here, <laughs> did you get into the core? Did you drive around the core? No, no. Never even driven around the no. core. I just, I oh, just. Well, if you think it's bad now, oh go to the core, God, dude. You're gonna find a gun shop somewhere. You're gonna need it. <laughs> well, we used to do Vancouver all the time, right? In Vancouver, the first time we went to Vancouver, it's like, well, you know what? Everyone's honking everybody. Okay, cool. So now I'll start honking everybody. Now everyone's like right on your ass. I'm like, what? In God's name is going on here? Toronto's the worst for traffic. Wow, the worst. And just the infrastructure, the civil engineering, is just it was all designed and uh, implemented by people with uh, sight impairments, man. It you doesn't can, work. You can get you can get around fast, but it's because How? someone's on your ass all the time. No, you can't get around fast. Really? Everything's oh a shit God, show. Man. There was just on the news, I, I got a glimpse of it because I refused to look at the news. Uh, the gardener, so the main artery down on the south part of yeah. the, the downtown core, um, for whatever reason, they switched the lakeshore, which has four lanes, right down to one lane, and people were in their cars for three hours. Oh, my goodness. Wow. From from one major, which is Jarvis, to the next major, which is Young, that, that normally would take you a blink of an eye to drive. It took people three hours to get that distance because the city decided to shut things down from four to one lane. Wow. The, whoever plans the way things are happening, and, and the city's really good at congesting key arteries so not even like you're getting rid of one and you have an alternative to get around it no yeah. no 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 no. we're going to do the alternative one too <laughs> yeah and then yeah. even if you think that one's oh we'll go to the th- second alternative no 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 we'll congest that one too they'll keep on congesting the shit out of everything Jeez, and then you can't get around the city that's pretty much like winnipeg too is it winnipeg <sighs> is how cold is it up there right now uh we're probably sitting at minus 13 yeah Fuck wind that. chill <laughs> wind chill is minus 17 oh we get worse oh, just wait till I know january you do. what's that intersection where's that intersection? portage in maine yeah there it is yeah yeah stay away from there i've been there once yeah stay away from that it, get, it gets worse as the um, yeah as we get more more people coming from different countries there though it gets worse oh the traffic God, <laughs> why they're just they just there's no clue like no one no one has a clue what they're doing uh I, on a daily Going down McPhillips, I'd see like three or four cars up in curbs because nobody knows how to deal with stuff. They get a little bit of ice and all of a sudden they're just, it's crazy, dude. Curbs. I used to, uh, I used to laugh. Um, so my, my son married a Filipino girl. Okay. For, right from, I had a, they were high school sweethearts. There's a big cool. story about them. Nice. Have my, uh, my granddaughters with them now. They've been married. Um, I used to, I used to laugh because down McPhillips, I used to call it the Filipino train. Okay. Because they were all in a row. McPhillips is 60. They were doing 31. And I have road rage. I can't even believe, dude. <laughs> and I'd sit there and I'd have like, <clears throat> I have like gloves on. And you, you can't give people you. a finger because it looks like you're doing this. You know, it just, and just, and I You're going to age so much faster if you let all that shit get to you, man. Okay. Now, now, now him saying that, he has to remember that when he'll call me. Oh yeah, I'll hear I've had these. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> he forgets that I hear the conversation. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I'm the one Toronto person that's not afraid to use his fucking horn. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everybody else is afraid to use a oh, horn. Oh, interesting. And, and, and there's a lot of, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll use my horn and I'll yeah. fucking talk. Like, it's just get out of the way. I know. I know. And I'm, I'm like that too, dude. I just, I have no time. It's like, I know where I have to be. And then I'll, I'll notice I'll have conversations with myself. I'll be like, like I, and I'll say something like, you know, I fucking I I know that you're 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 cruising, but someone's got to get the fucking work, lady. And are, you, I, are you looking at the rearview mirror when you're talking to yourself, <laughs> or is it just out the windshield? Uh, I, I would question if you're looking at the mirror because you think that's another person. Um, I'm know. not a psychiatrist, psychologist, or psych. I, I I know that people look at me like I'm fucking weird. You know, yeah, and they they think that. All right, but Jerry, it's not about you anymore. I yep. want to find out from Candace. <laughs> how is it to be married to a tradesperson? Um, it's. Is it a roller coaster? Yeah. It's is it like very that new Disney roller coaster that they're gonna launch? They're yeah. Gonna, they're gonna launch a new roller coaster that goes off the track. Yeah. So it's like that. Uh, it's like a twenty-four-seven. We put we put you we put, we put yeah. you guys through a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Jared talks about you know work twenty-four-seven. So we get to a point where, you know, we go to our cabin and it's like, okay, let's not talk about it for a while, right? Because it stresses him out. So finally, you know, he was able to turn off the business phone and put that aside. But it, it's been very difficult for him to do that. Um, I hear all the stories. Um, and I like to hear all the stories. And I do get involved in it as well because customers have gotten me involved on social media. Oh. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. That's um, not right. No, it's not right. Um, That's I've, crossing a line. Yeah. I, I mostly ignore it. I don't, you know, uh, say anything, but I let Jarrett know. But yeah, I, I mean, people don't realize that spouses of any sort are involved in the business, even if they're not directly involved with the business but the stories are good and comical sometimes and oh yeah um but, Jared, but it adds tension to the relationship yeah it is yeah right yeah well it does add yeah. tension but it also because it's is uh, i'm sure i'm not the only one who's had to deal with it I, i'm guaranteed it. Oh, there's lots of trades people yeah. man i think there's i think there's a way that we've kind of dealt with it you know where we kind of if if it would if it was just something that happened on time, then maybe we'd be like, oh my god, you know, yeah. what do you do, you know? But because we dealt with it before, now it's just like, okay, say what you want to say, block, done. Yeah. Move so on. Jerry, why can't you shut it off? I don't know. I don't know. I just I I love this. This is. Uh, I know, but you go to work, take care of the work, yep. you come home, start focusing on family, or no, still carry take care of work. I think I still still take care of work. You got to shut it off, though. I know. Got to disconnect. I have a hard time doing it. I'm always thinking. I'm, I'm and she'll, she'll tell you I'm constantly researching new, yeah. new methods on stuff. Constantly, I'll find if I'll do a job and I'll I'll go home and I'll say, could I have done that better? Is was there a quicker way? Was there a better way to do it? And then it was the same thing, like dealing with some some clients. And I used to see that. What would they say to you? Uh, w WWMD, what would Manny do? That's what, that I, that's what I used to do. And I, I, I'd, come, I'd come across things and be like, okay, how, how would Manny have dealt with a situation like this? And I used to use you. You, you can't take what I would do. I'm oh. honking the horn and cursing at <laughs> people. I know, but no, I mean, 
because you, you used to you used to help me a lot with a lot of clients, and you 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 know, and I'd, I'd watch some of the stuff you would do too, and I'd be like, okay, this is probably the way he would have approached it. Um, and I don't think until we kind of really started talking to each other for a couple of years, and I got to the point where it'd be like a lot of fuck offs. I'd be like, no, fuck that shit. I'm not yeah, doing yeah. that shit. No. Um, but no, it is. It's hard to turn it off when you have passion for something and you you love what you do. It's hard to turn it off. It's funny though. You bring up a good point because when you do call me and yeah. ask me what would I do or what are you, yeah. my thoughts on it, yeah. I'm an outsider yeah. of your situation. Yeah. And I'm actually giving you objective criticism on it. And you do the same too. So when I'll reach out to you and I'm asking you a thought yeah. and you're an outsider to the yeah. situation and you're giving me and it actually does work because... I'm sure on your end and on my end, yep. we discover something that we would not have done if we were looking in the rearview mirror talking to ourselves. Absolutely. Right? So there's that little brief moment, no different than you reaching out to Jim or somebody else. I reach out yep. to Carlito and vice versa and stuff like that. It's just, just pick the brain of the other tradesperson and yep. you never know the situation. It doesn't matter what the situation is. Well, I may not take everything you say, but I'm going to take the good points. Yes, that's what I mean. Yeah. And, I'll, and I'll say, okay, let, let me put a positive spin on this. Because at the end of the day, even when we have clients that are upset, I mean, it, it's a daily thing. It's it's not like we. I would love to have that perfect client relationship. Doesn't exist. It, it doesn't exist. You know. You know who, where where I get those clients service jobs. Those are perfect jobs. Well, because they're in desperate need for your skill set, and they love it. Yeah, they love it because they come. And, you know, you get the job done. Um, they have usually fucked with it for a while first. Um, I'll give you an example. I had a client the other day, spent two days trying to find this. He was renovating his basement. He disconnected a bunch of, uh, of, of plugs, um, shorted out the whole entire basement. Couldn't figure it out. His <laughs> wife was like, and he called me and he's like, you got to help me out here. By the way, all you homeowners should not be doing this. Hire no, a, a professional to be so, doing this. So he, contact, he contacted me and then said, you know, listen, my wife is working today. I, I've been fucking with this thing for two days. I've been telling her that, you know, um, yeah, I, 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 I kind of figured it out. Don't worry about it. You go to work. So I went down there. Um, I found it within thirty seconds. <laughs> what was the problem? Uh, so when he had when he had did a bunch of multiple feeds into one box, he just forgot a couple of neutrals and that was it. Yeah, it was it. Right, and he's like, "Oh my god!" So you he know. didn't catch that part in the YouTube he video. Didn't, you know, he didn't catch that. No, he was googling it. Uh, you know, electrician <laughs> for homeowners. Yeah, no, it didn't work out. But from that, um, that's uh, that's my buddy Dale. Remember oh yeah, Dale. Yeah. So Dale has five rental properties. I take care of all of his stuff, wow, including his girlfriend's stuff, including her uh, his girlfriend's dad's stuff, off of fi switching fixing one plug. So that's why the service injury is huge, you know. And and I, you never know. You never know, and 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 I I think it's I think it's massive when you when you uh, you know when you got a lot of guys who, if it if it looks like it's going to be a, a real. Good electricians will go out there and they'll do a gravy job and they'll love it and they'll get paid. And, but guys like me will look at customer service stuff. I'll be like, okay, well, you know, yeah, it's kind of a garbage job, but you know, there's a possibility. You know, maybe this is a good this is a good opportunity for me to build a positive client because we that's what we want to do. We talk a lot about Yelp and all those websites and all they do is they post negative stuff about you all the time, right? Um, so so clients will look at that and they'll be like, well, I'm not hiring this guy because of this. So I try to build more positive stuff through people, right? Um, but again, what you talk about, there's no, there's nothing. I can tell those people, go on Yelp, make a positive review. No, they won't. They won't. No, yeah. they won't be bothered by it. 
right? It just, so, it's just not their thing. That's fascinating stuff there, Jerry. But back to Candace and the <laughs> question that I asked, how can trades men change a little bit or a lot to not always bring it home? Well, they can try to shut it off a little so bit how do we at shut a certain it off? time. Um, I know a lot of guys are disconnecting their phones because... I get you have two phones for business mm-hmm. and yeah. personal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's that opportunity where you can yeah. disconnect your yeah. your business phone. Yeah. yeah. And he did. Like he he tries. <laughs> but sometimes it slips back, right? If he's got a lot on his brain and which is fair, you know, we're I'm pretty understanding when it comes to that. But I do think it's important to switch it off. Um, you know, at least at a certain time. It doesn't have to be consistent, at least on weekends, right? Yeah. When we can go away and do that. Um, or kind of distract ourselves and do other things and not have to talk about work all the time. I'm a nurse. I don't think I bring my job home with me, but I get to leave. Does right? she dirt or? Is this live? Yeah. yeah. It's not live. We're recording it. Um, in I, the beginning, she used to bring a lot home. Well, there's a lot going on. Oh, there's lots. I, could, I couldn't do her job. There's, there's no, no way. I, I've seen the stuff that she does. It's and tough. And she's handling like five, six patients, seven patients sometimes at uh, one time. So tough. there's, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I couldn't do it. But she used to, in the beginning, she would bring it home and then we'd have to have a calming session where it was just kind of, okay, leave your patients home or leave your patients at the, at the hospital. I, I get it. You need to vent. But are you not, like come Monday, are you not mentally exhausted because you've been thinking about it and not turning it off all weekend long? Now you're starting a new work week. Mm-hmm. And are you not mentally so tired now? Um, I'd be drained. I'd be exhausted. I, no, I didn't I'm, sleep well. No. Like, there's no way that you're sleeping like a baby passed out. You're probably still thinking about either it's up or down. Well, I don't, right I don't, I don't usually sleep. Like, I, I can't sleep for eight hours. There's no way. No, I'm not saying eight hours. But I'm no. just saying I just I could see. And I've been there before where it's like you start the new week. And I'm like, why do I feel like someone just ran over me? And I'm mm-hmm. physically and mentally just exhausted now. Because I think there's always an end result to it. I, I think oh, you're I'm, trying to figure out the end. Well, I'm trying to figure out the end, and I'm, I'm also pushing, pushing, pushing because yeah. I, w- I want to create something where I can back up later on. Um, you know, I, I just I want to get to the point where it's um, I'll create this great product. Um, I'm going to stress all over it because then I think in my head that I can back up now. I've done the stress part of it. I've figured out a plan. Um, and now I can back up, right? Um, when we brought my son on, um, he's good. He's great with clients. Like the kid just took off. I was just phenomenal. And but I think it's because he watches how I do things too. Yeah. Right? And it's and it's constant. He's got technically a head start. He does right. And right. and you know and I, I think if I if I build on that platform where he understands how things work, um, that maybe one day it'll just click. I don't want him to take on the same responsibilities like I do because I mean, yeah, I'm I'm going twenty four seven, you know, yeah. um, and it's 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 you know, yeah, you know, you're right. Yeah, I, I should try to decompress a little bit, but it's 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 uh, hard. I know it's difficult. It is. I'm it's not really it's difficult. Right? Like, yeah. yeah, especially if things are going bad. Like if they're going yeah. bad and you're trying to resolve it, trying to figure it out, it's hard to let it go and shut it down. But I don't have like those those bad clients like i used to like i used to have some horrible clients but now it's it's like a mix it's like a mix i i'm if in the spectrum of things i'm gonna say i probably have 75 percent of great clients and 25 percent of bad ones what what makes a horrible client 
Um, someone, when you come in and you do the great estimate, everything works out well, they give you the deposit, you decide on a date, everything works out fine, you're there for two days, and then they ask you how much longer do you think. To me, that's my God, I have to escape. I've been here two days, and I, and I think in my head, okay, well, I've been here two days, I took a deposit, how much work have I done? Should I just should I just refund the portion that I haven't done and say, you know what, this is not going to work for me, have yourself a great day? But then I have that part of my brain that says, don't give up. Don't give up. Turn this into a positive spin, right? And I'll do that. I'll try the best I can, man. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, you know, that's not every situation works out that way, you know? But, okay, so, Ken's does it, does it not stress you out or does it stress him out more when a client wants to not pay and now you've got, like, this is affecting your situation yeah. now, right? Your, yeah. your family dynamic, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. That's a stressor right there where yeah. it's like now you got to worry about, okay, the clients are trying to screw us over. Money's not going to come in. How do I fix this? Just finish the job and hope that they pay. Yeah. But then you finish the job and they don't pay. So yeah. You've taken the high road. Yeah. They still yeah. didn't pay. Yeah. So now they're affecting your family. And like I've said over and over, your family doesn't exist to them. It's just a contractor that's there in their house building stuff for yeah. them. Yeah. And they yeah. don't realize that you have a family. You yeah. have payments yeah. too to take care of. Yeah. 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 Well, and sometimes they, they do get, try to get personally involved with the family too. Yeah. Right. And I, yeah. a lot of it is social media. Yeah. Well, whatever is, they're always a f- really strong yeah. behind the keyboard. Yes. Yes. Winnipeg is a, yes. is a very different market. Well, Winnipeg is very small, too. Very small. Right? Um, so people, like, they talk, they yeah. know who's yeah. who. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like a small yeah. town. Really? Yeah. It's, it's like an absolute small town. Yeah. And wow. Budgets? Yeah. The budget, yeah. Budgets are terrible. Yeah. Absolutely terrible. When you say they're terrible, like, what do you, what do well, you mean? Well, I'll give an example. We just built a, a, a basin for, for, for a gentleman um, that was, I think we came in at 69 Originally, sixty How many square feet, thousand square feet, thousand square feet, thousand square okay. feet. But there was there was no plumbing. There is nothing, absolutely nothing done to this place. So we had to do all the groundwork. Um, so everything was brand new, brand new, brand new. Nothing, even even there, there's no roughings. There's no roughings of plumbing at all. So everything had to be, which is bizarre. So you're breaking up a bunch of concrete. Yeah, breaking up concrete. You know, getting the guys in there. Um, so originally the price, the, the first day that he was happy with the price, he said to me, well, can we move around a little bit? And I said, well, no, what we can do is we can eliminate stuff on your wish list if you want to do that. He said, no, no, I don't want that. I was like, oh, I got a problem. We were there one day, like one day busting up concrete. Uh, the day that my guys were busting up concrete, he sent me a text message and says, um, it was a lot of noise. Is there anything we can do about the noise? <laughs> and I was like, um, Sure, I can I can eliminate the noise completely. And he said, "How?" I said, "We just don't show up." And he's like, "Well, this is." This and he liked that one, right? No, he didn't like that one. No, of he wasn't too much of a fan with that one. So he, I, yeah. so I, I even said to him, "I said, well, why don't we make a plan that if nobody's home, that'll be the day that we'll bust up the concrete? Why don't we just do that?" I'm saying, "I'm willing to work with you any which way you want." Has this guy never heard construction in his life? He's a brand new foreigner from a different country. So okay, and there's no construction anywhere that he's ever I heard guess in his not. life. I guess not. He's excited. He's got this new house. He's excited about doing this. He had this plan with his blueprints. He loved everything. Well, because people see things done on TV, right? Oh, yeah, and that's what he was. He was really geared by 
the, the rental actors. The four letter word. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. the rental actors. They just, yeah, they just, they set them up for disappointment. So, um, and then he started adding things as we went along. Well, I want to change this now. I want to, oh, can we, can we do a wet bar here now? Well, I've already done the concrete. Okay, now I'll have to add another drain. No problem. Whatever you, whatever you want, it's going to go up. Oh, well, you know, I'm, I max it on my budget. Then okay. we can't do it. That's exactly. You can't right. have a wet bar. Exactly. Right. And I just I, I'm a magic tricker like on the weekend as well too. Uh-huh. Right. So like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Really. But I had but yeah. I had him again. We talked about social media. So the first thing he and I said I can't do it for that price. And he's like, well, you know, a lot of my friends are on social media, and I sure like to put you know, I like to put out a positive spin on this thing. I'm like, God. oh. So he's making a, he's making a threat. The carrot. That's the carrot, right? So. So yeah. So that one kind of I end up losing. About uh, 16000 on that one because I adjusted it to make him happy because it was a threat of social media. And it was something I, I didn't believe I should have done, but I did it anyways because, like I said, you know, like she so was saying. So you take the high road. I, yeah, I took the high road. And then road. you lost. I lost, and I'll never mm-hmm. do work for him again because, yeah, I just. Uh, All right, but I mean, in the course of your career, how many times have you worked for the same client twice? It's far and few, right? Yeah, exactly. I, I guess it's the threat of social media and a review and also the threat of word of mouth to other... Yeah, and especially... Well, oh, assholes are like-minded people, so they hang out with other assholes. Oh, so they you're do. technically doing yourself oh, a good... Yeah. Well, I've had lots of not people. hanging out with, yeah. I've had lots of people reach out, you know, or they'll, they'll make comments on uh, on social media about, you know, and, and stuff that even on my personal social media page, they'll, they'll make comments, don't trust him, don't do this, and I just sit there like... But they don't use their real names. So, you know, so I'd, so I'd say, well, use your name then. If you're, if you're so, if I've done such a bad service to you, tell me what your name is. Is there something I can do well, to correct it? They don't want to do that. No, I know. And then they, then they, you never hear from them again, right? So people don't like, it, people like don't get, they don't like to get called in their stuff. That's, that's big, right? They don't want to get called in their stuff. So right? up in Winnipeg there, is it a race to the bottom? Is everyone trying to undercut everybody? Yes. Yes. Really? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. what should a thousand square foot basement rental cost? What's the, the number that it should be? It all depends on what you want. I mean, a lot of people now with uh, multifamily dwellings, they want to create kitchens in the basement, which they can't by code, right? Um, Not yet. No, they're going to do it. Of course right? they will. And, and they will. And they'll find, they'll, they're going to find the contractor who's going to come in there and he'll yes. create. They'll know, do it now. Oh, yeah. They ain't going to wait. Yeah. No. No, I mean, if you're doing full kitchens and everything like that, and then they want, you know, uh, a couple of bathrooms, and yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's pretty close to, you know, most of them are like 40 grand, 40, 50 grand. That's low. That's very low. It's like half low. Your materials alone are, you know, that's like half your budget right there. Your materials have gone up the same way our materials have gone oh, yeah. up. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah. That's absolutely crazy. No, yeah, and, and, you know, it, it wears you out. It wears you out after a while. But I, I, like I said, I get to the point where it's just, uh, you know, I'll, I'll do my estimate. Um, if, not, if, 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 if I feel any type of backlash at all, I'm done. I'm done. Sorry. Can't do it. That's it. Here's your deposit back. Have a good day. That's it. Because what's the alternative, Jerry? Um, court. Um, <laughs> poor social media. You know. All kinds of shit. Everything. Everything. You know, that's, and it has to stop. Like, it absolutely has to stop. We have to have, I think we have to have more strength in the industry. Like we really do. We have to have more of a more of a brotherhood that's kind of you know bonding together and understanding that you can't you can't screw the little guy over all the time. You can't do it for half this guy's price. I'll get clients that'll say, I had a guy come in here and he quoted me this price. Oh, but he never showed up. I'm like, oh okay. So can you do it for that price? No, he never showed up. And what was he doing for that price? And he'd tell me, Yeah, okay, well that's he's 
he's basically just paying for his materials. I say that's, you know, you get what you paid for. Yeah. And people don't like you being blunt, right? And I'll get that all the time. Well, right. you're kind of rude. No, I'm, I'm being honest. I'm just, I, I just said, I'm just, I would rather walk away from her object, giving you the actual amount, than take this project and completely screw myself over. That's, that's not my thing. I used to do it before. Um, but I also, I've also learned too in the industry that I don't talk bad about other, you know, I, I don't care. I don't care if the last guy did this to you. And I said it to clients before, you know, they'll, they'll say, well, um, you know, well, the last guy did this and look at this shitty job he did. I'd be like, okay, but that's him. That's not me. Don't put him in that category. I don't know what your but budget is. But they're already was. painting a picture that you're I don't want, and I told him, I don't want that. I said, I don't care what the last guy did to you. I'm not him. Right. But you also don't know the situation with the last guy. Right? Exactly. The situation with the last guy could have well, been. Well, you're only getting the one Yeah, story. the one side exactly, of exactly, it, right? right? You're right. not getting that. I'm not, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not like some of the other guys who will find, you know, 26 uh, junction boxes in the basements and then have to replace panels all the time. But, you know. Christmas tree, yeah. Yeah, we don't find those, you know, but. I'm just, I'm just realistic with people now. I just, uh, you know, I'm not telling the way things are and uh, you either like me or you don't. That's it. You know, I'll give you the estimate. I will be there every day and I'll make sure that this project is done. But if my guys aren't there the next day, it's probably because I have 15 other projects on the go and today is not, you're not a priority. I get people who will say, well, um, you know, the guy was in yesterday to do the cement work. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, when is he coming back? When the cement dries? Oh, okay. Do you know when that is? I don't know. I'll talk to Cement and ask him when it's going to dry. Like, I, don't, I don't know. What do you want me to say to you, you know? You should just say, Google Cement Dry. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> and, and sometimes, you know. You'll some, be back in 28 days? Yeah. Yeah, now I am. Yeah. yeah, I know. You want you, you want to be solid, you know? And people don't get it. They just don't understand it, right? They're just, they have this, they're fixated on the shows. They're fixated. Well, I saw so this So why guy. are the clients like treating us blue collar people that way? Because and, and, and I think they think they've gotten away with it for years. And I think we're in a new generation where, um, where we just we are starting to put a put a stand down. We're just saying we want enough, like enough already. But they don't like it. I know they don't like it. But if we can keep on doing it, then we're going to set a new precedence. Why can't you ask the client? Have you asked the client the other two quotes that you got? How much were they? Oh yeah, I've done mm-hmm. that. So. Do either of those numbers come close to your number or both those numbers dramatically less than your number? Oh, mine's always more. Oh, that's what I mean. Yeah. So the other two numbers are going to be less. Yeah. But I bet you there's probably one that's close-ish. Yeah. And then there's one ridiculously low. Absolutely. So why not ask the client? Well, you realize that this joker here that's really low, yeah. that's not a proper tradesperson. That's not a proper business. That's not a proper anything. No. You shouldn't be hiring that person. No, no. And I always say, do you do, you do your reference checks? And oh, no, no, no. This guy was good. What do you mean? How about was the the extent of that check? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Not very good. No, all they're looking at is the numbers. Everything is based on the numbers, which you should be factoring the numbers, but not, it shouldn't be the final reason why you're choosing somebody to do the work that you're supposed to be doing. No, no. I I always say to a lot of clients, um, get comfortable with that guy. Research him. Make sure that you're making the right decision because this is your money, Right. Do you think clients do that because they want to tell their friends, I got this down for X, month, X amount of money? Eh, I think so. I think so. Okay, so when you got a friend, you bought a new tool. Yeah. The tool cost 
four ninety nine. Yeah. Plus tax, whatever, right? Yeah. Your friend in the construction industry asks you, "What'd you pay for that?" Are you telling them four ninety nine? Or and then Candace asks you, "Are you telling her, you know where I'm going with this?" <laughs> Four ninety nine? Are you telling her four and a quarter? Okay, so so my my wife um, when I when I first met her, we're both Ukrainian. Okay, so I I used to call her. I used to say, well, so "That's why you get along with Jim." Yeah, no, right? <laughs> no, I think I think I said to her one time because she when she go buy something, she would say something like, "Oh, I got this. This was on sale for this." But every purchase, she would tell me this. Say eh? so when you the exact price. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With change. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, change. <laughs> so then I would have to start doing the same thing as Mike. Because mm-hmm. if I ever told her I paid full price, she'd say, and she'd say something like, um, could you have gotten it a little cheaper? <laughs> yeah, probably. See, but that's my point. It goes uh, back to the clients and the reno and the cost. Yeah. They want to boast to their friends that they didn't fucking pay what it was supposed to be yeah. paid. Yeah. They want to pay. They want to tell their friends that they paid less. Yeah. And then their friend starts to feel obligated when I do a reno. I'm not going to pay what they fucking paid. I have to find somebody who's going to pay less than that. The yeah. problem is that works against them, though. I know it does. Yeah. Now it's a race to the bottom in their social fucking pit. Absolutely. Which Absolutely. is wrong, right? Yeah. Yeah, because now they're going to tell their friends you should hire this guy because he did it for this price. And, and, and just for the facts, I'll tell the guys the exact price what it was. I'll tell whoever I'm dating a little less, yeah. but eventually it will come out the truth. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But clients will always try to get that price as low as possible to prove that we really negotiated it down. Yeah. It's not a fucking ransom movie here. And (laughs) you're like trying to fucking negotiate to get the kid back. Right. Like this is a rental that you're looking for high quality work. It costs high quality work costs. Low quality work doesn't cost. No. But then when you get those clients that you, your first time client, you come in at a decent price. Right, they're happy with their price. Fair price. Yeah, right. Um, then they want to hire you again because they think, and you've had this, they think your price is always going to be exactly the same. Oh, fuck no. And as you get larger in the industry, your prices change. So how do you deal with those ones? You tell them your price, your fair price. Yeah. If it's not in line with what they want to pay, then they can go hire time. somebody else. Yeah. No, how come then they call time? you back yeah. to and fix they, it. And they always do. Yeah, and I don't. Do. I've mm-hmm. never gone back. If you didn't mm-hmm. hire me to do the job, yeah. I actually, I remember, I think I shared it on a yes. video, yes. where I had one person reach out to me, ask me a question, was considering hiring me. Then all of a sudden, they hired somebody else instead of me. Yeah. Then they started the work and then they reached out to me and asked me, it seems like they're doing this project wrong and I just wanted to get your opinion about it. I responded politely and I just said, well, I'm sorry, you've hired somebody else out. So this library card is expired. You can't contact me now to ask me if they're doing the job right. If you would have hired me, then I would have did the job and then you maybe would not have been asking other people if he's doing it right. But you chose somebody that had a lesser price yeah mm-hmm. yeah and now you want to hire you want to speak to the person who's got more knowledge i guess i I've, I've had situations like that too though i've had situations where i've done the work or started the work and they've hi- they've hired someone to come in while i was mid-project <sighs> obc talk floor joists okay Floor joists or horizontal structural members, this, this is for clients, that span on an open space and transfer the load to the vertical structural members. And there's a carrying, like it's, uh, uh, people have a hard time understanding that load carries, it transfers horizontally, yeah. goes vertically, it yeah. keeps on carrying. Yeah. If there's a stop in any 
run that path, there's going to be an issue with the house, right? Mm -hmm. These joists, part of the floor system, carry the weight of everything inside a room, including walls, furniture, appliances, and even people. Live and dead low. We all know this. Yeah. Floor joists uh, must have at least 38 millimeter length of end bearing unless on ribbon joists. Uh, ribbon boards. Yeah. Rim, rim boards. Rim boards. Rim boards. Yeah. Pretty sure it's rim boards. Yeah. Uh, must be at least 19 millimeter by 89 millimeter lumber let into the studs. If the floor joists are framed into the side of the wood beam, they must be supported on joist hangers yeah. and other acceptable mechanical connectors. 38 millimeter by 64 millimeter ledger strips nailed to the side of the beam. Yeah. This all makes sense. 38 by 38 millimeter ledger strips, if at least 489 millimeters, uh, millimeter nails are used. If floor joists are framed into the side of a steel beam, now we've all done this before, yeah. they must be spliced with a 12 mil gap above the beam and 38 millimeter by 38 meter, millimeter lumber at least 600 millimeters long to support the flooring. Hang on, 12, I'm doing 12 math. Mil gap, 12 really? mil gap, really? I didn't know you had to leave a gap. Wow. I thought you had to sandwich it. Well, I guess you could yeah. just... I've done that before where you're yeah. stuff and you're not going all the way to the end. Okay. Quite the bottom flange of the beam or 38 millimeter by 38 millimeter lumber bolted to the web. Yeah, with 6.3 diameter bolts. 6.3 diameter bolts is so much. 6.3 millimeter. We don't have any period. It's all OBCs. And we'll figure that out. Someone write me a letter. I won't read it. All right. Bolt space 600 millimeter apart. That's for who? Floor joists in general and OBC talk. Really? 12 mil, really? <laughs> that seems awfully thick. 12 mil, really? Uh, 12 millimeters. 12 yeah. millimeters yeah. is a uh, half inch. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. I've done a half inch bolt before. I, I did it into a LVL of 16 inch, right? So 12 millimeter, yeah, uh, above the beam. Yeah, because the I-beam has the, the the radius in the center there. What's, so what's What code for... Uh, LVLs and like for maximum span here. I could tell you what, what what they're doing in Manitoba. How long? Well, you can actually build if you're going to do like, let's for instance, we're doing something like we're going to build, just, we're going to open up a kitchen and we have a six foot section that we, we actually don't have to use LVLs for that. They won't, they said you can actually use two dimensional. Bodies. Yeah. You can, you can actually use by code. You can actually use um, two by eights. Long as I've seen is 40 foot LVL 16 inch high. Yeah. So it's engineered. Yeah. So technically speaking, I guess if you got bearing on both sides, yeah. 40 feet, you can go, but it's 16 inch. Yeah. So you have a big beam there. That's a big beam. And then whatever it's going to be, it's going to probably be minimum four ply. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm sure there's longer LVLs than 40 feet. What do you, what are your, what's your thoughts on the, um, the new, the new style of uh, floor joists? The, with the USB and the little two by fours. What top. do you mean, iJoyce? Yeah, uh, those have been around for a while. What do you? What, what are your thoughts on it, though? Honestly, uh, they're. I prefer dimensional. Yes, but they're convenient for running mechanical. You can drill three and a half inch holes in them, depending on whatever iJoyce it is. But you can start. Well, some, of them, some of them have pop outs, all right. Yeah, they have pop outs. Yeah. But I have. I've also in eleven and seven eighths iJoyce two by four plates was allowed to drill an eight and a quarter inch hole to run wow. ductwork. Yeah. And that was only in the middle and it was for a garage. Otherwise there would have been a bulkhead inside the garage where the garage was already low. It was already at the minimum it was at the minimum height for the actual garage opener. Right? So yeah. we were lucky that this joist spanned long enough, but yeah. 
it was exact. There's a there's a, a calculation. There's a formula that you're allowed to eight inch. It has to be a circular hole. Can't be a square hole. Yep. Uh, it was smack in the middle all the way through, one by one, one by one, and allowed us to run an eight-inch ductwork all the way through the whole thing and avoid a bulkhead. So I can't. Hey, ass. So I can't use a sawzall and just cut a square. No, hole. you can't cannot. do that. It can't. Has to be. You can't. Be I, I actually and, built a jig because I joist. How do you cut a jigsaw? I joist. Yeah. You, you got to put a plate on it to make it all the same level, yeah, so you can enough. go over the two by four plates. Yeah. I do like them. Yeah. I prefer dimensional. But dimensional, you can't drill a hole bigger than two and a half. No. You're stuck at that point. What is your choice for garage door openers? Direct drive or belt drive? Or I love drive? direct drive. Yeah, I do too. I love direct I drive. Do too. So direct drive, but you need the side space. So you need a minimum 10 inches, yeah. I think it is, at yeah. the side of the, yeah. uh, the track. I, I love them. They're quieter, oh, yeah. harder to break in. Yes. Um, you don't have that overhead anything. No. They're a little more expensive. Oh, yeah, they're like double the price. Yeah, but, but they're, I they're, do like them. I do, too. Um, I'm not a fan. Like, I mean, in Winnipeg, it, it's no secret that there's a lot of break-ins and cars. Oh, it's crazy, dude. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy out there. But um, I'm hearing now, even even with chain drive, they're just going in the top plate of the uh, garage doors. Cutting the wire? They're just popping open the pin. So the pin... It goes over top. Yeah. They're yeah. just pulling that pin out and they're lifting the garage door right See, open. but the direct drive, once you lock it, done. it's a bolt that That's goes it. right through. You cannot Can't physically it. lift it up. Can't move it. That's why I love it. We should do more of that. So we sh- what we should be doing is maybe developing more garages that give us the room no, to do see, that? That's the problem is that they'll make the garage so small that the garage doors maximum so you don't have yeah. that 10-inch opening yeah. on the side, any side of it. That's what I hate. I can't do it. Trust me, I would love to put a direct drive on my I, like I can't do it. Every single one. I would love that every, every single one be direct drive. Because that's a liability thing too, right? I'd have to like break brick on the side to make it fit. In. It, like it's it's never going to work. That's the shit thing about yeah, it. But you can do everything, buddy. No, I can't do that. It's direct drive, man. I can't do direct That's You got to eventually give up that battle. You yeah. can't do that. Yeah. So where are we going to go now, Jared? What do you what do you think of Oakville? Did you drive around Oakville here? Yeah, everything's pretty. It's pretty central. Like you know, everything's pretty much right. Oh, you're kicking me for some reason. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do that when you were saying wrong things. Oh, okay, all tables. right. Why? What's wrong? What's <laughs> wrong? Know. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yep. Do no. you li- do you like Oakville? Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's. It's not as fast paced over here, so it's no, definitely not. You go through Toronto. Oh my god. So it's uh, more I, my I thought, speed. I swear to God, yeah. I thought I felt a blood vessel pop up <laughs> the side of my skull. And then, and then she told me uh, today, because um, I, I guess we we're tired last night, and she told me, did you know there's Quebec plates on that rental? I was like, oh, that makes sense. That's why everyone's honking at me. Because they think, yeah, they're from Quebec. No wonder they're so fucking slow. <laughs> you know we have people listening in Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I, uh, let's have some fun here. What's the arsenal of tools? Is everything yellow? No, no, no. That's no, right. No. Okay. No. So what's not yellow? Uh, well, all my rigid stuff. Okay. I like my rigid stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I, I love my rigid stuff. Still using the warranty? Yeah. So they're they're different now, right? You don't they don't have service stations anymore in Winnipeg. They now, got they got rid of them. They got rid of them. So they don't they don't. So what you do now? It's it strange but what they do now is um when you purchase them you purchase them from home depot 
right? Okay. Um, Pro, Pro Home Depot has this thing called the Pro Extra yeah. app, right? Yeah. Um, and it tells you when you purchased it, gives you the receipt number and all that. Your so, month is it monthly? It's monthly. What's that? I think it's monthly. It tells you. Yeah, I just I can just log in anytime I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so when a tool breaks, you just take it to Home Depot. Um, you show them your Pro Extra. Uh, show that there's a uh, that you've already applied the uh, was it the the repair or whatever it is. Um, you take it in there, they show them to that, and you know, they look at it for a bit, and they ask you for this number that doesn't exist. Do it all the time. Say, sorry, it doesn't exist, and they say, okay, well, here's your replacement. That's it. No questions asked. Um, do I like it? I think it's simpler um, because before when you used to have to take it into the service centers, they would be, yeah, okay, well, we'll see you in six weeks, right? So then you have to buy another tool. So now you're constantly stuck. I mean, I've got you know, maybe six drills, yeah, I used to be like that in the yeah. beginning as well yeah. too, right? Yeah. And I mean, but does your drill drill 100 screws in 6.3 seconds? Like, does it fucking matter? Not really. It doesn't matter. Not really. That's no. what I mean. I started my son on uh, on the red, and he likes that, right? Uh, why would you start him on the red? You're yellow and rigid. I don't yeah. understand why you're like... Because I want, I want him to start something different. I because in, in case he uh, oh so he can't take your batteries <laughs> well that too but yeah that's what it no, is I, I so you know that he'll never be able to take your batteries because, because there's two things that can happen he can either use them and then say I'm not a fan of them I like yours or I'm going to pick a different product yeah right it 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 all depends what his, what his like is I'm going back to you don't want him using yours at all or that too he's on or that too platform. yeah that's yeah. why yeah. That's why you got him on a red. We're stealing yeah. his mother's drill. Milwaukee. Why? What did you have? Oh, she just had an old Ryobi. Yeah, he okay. bought me. Yeah, and I, I just interchangeable she, heads or whatever. Well, this is gone. <laughs> she she used to bug me all the time. Can I borrow your drill? I'm at work. Well, I got I got to screw something in. Okay, so I just I just ended up buying her cheap Ryobi. But then my son one day said, so I need to use it for something. He never got it back. Because that goes back to he works long hours. So yes. yeah. Yeah. I'm oh. handling everything at home, right? Yeah. And yeah. So <laughs> I go back to you guys are hearing all the problems yeah. or not even when you guys are not hearing yeah. the problems, you're seeing all the problems yeah. because yeah. of the yeah. way the trades person yeah. is acting or yeah. acting around the yeah. family yeah. or yeah. you have to be strong. All the stressors you know? and all that shit, right? Yeah. 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 My dad worked in construction though my Same. whole life. So, you so saw I was that. I was used to dad not even being home. Um, concrete finishing he they went to bc yep they did everything like so he wasn't even really home so mom raised us and so i just got used to it mm. right so it's just something you know you just handled well, um, t t tell him how, how old your dad stopped working though he was probably 75 still yeah he was still yeah but Concrete they were running 75 well they were running like a small renovation business him and his partner and he just did little puttering on the side and just word of mouth they didn't have social media then right no, like thank goodness. it was flyers, flyers. flyers. it was door the old door. ukrainians in the area yeah. um so yeah we just i just got used to it right and that was just the life that we had and Phenomenal guy. Yeah. Absolutely phenomenal guy. Yeah. I mean, he would put me to shame when... He taught you a lot of things, actually, at well, the yeah, beginning, well, right? Yeah. He'd call me... He'd say a lot of things like, oh, why are you doing that? Who the fuck taught you to do that? He'd be like, <laughs> well, you know. Well, you know. 
Um, you Probably do a Portuguese different. guy taught you that, eh? No, <laughs> I know, I know. No, he was. Yeah, he would. When I first when I first met him, we were we bought our first house together. Um, we're gonna put a fence up, and this guy comes in with an auger, a handheld auger, not like a gas powered auger. So he got. What do you mean, not a gas powered? By hand, dude. He did twenty six holes by oh, the time. Why not just use a pole, a shovel? Old school. Old he school just oh, wow. Yeah. By himself, he had twenty six holes dug by the time we went to. At the time was McDermott. By the time we went and got our posts and all of our uh, our one by sixes, he had twenty six done by the time we get back. And I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? He must have been about 64, 65 at that. Not age. even sweating. Not even sweating. Like yeah. nothing. And he sat there, and I remember pulling up to the house there and backed up the truck, and I'm looking, and I was like, holy shit. I said, do you have some help? He goes, no, fuck that. Are you guys ready to go? Let's go. Like, that's the way he was, right? Um, and then he had, we think he had a stroke. He did. He had a stroke. On yeah. a roof, fixing at, and, at 70. Yeah, and he fell off the roof. Fell the roof. Yep. Felt the roof and then didn't really think anything of no. it. Got back up. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, this guy's just phenomenal. So he had a paralysis of some sort, fell went, off a roof, got back onto the roof and continued working. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I know that's what I just said, right? I was like, you got to be kidding me. He's an old, he's old an old school. German. Oh, God, yeah. Meanwhile, the generation today has got a splinter. Yes, and exactly. A week off. Oh, exactly. I know. I know. Yeah. What's what's the new one there? Um, new yeah. one. There's a new one. There's a. I had a guy that I was training um, as an electrical apprentice. Okay. Um, what was his name now? I can't remember. Um, he worked for me two days and then called in on Monday to say he had to have a mental day off, and I said, "What? <laughs> you had to have a what?" <laughs> Uh, you know, it was very stressful. Mental health day. Mental health day. And I was like... I, I, Which I, is I, fine because, you know, we all need yeah, those. And I, but I not after it. two days. Not after two days. <laughs> and I, and I, think I, I think my exact words for him were, am I being fucking punk here, dude? Like, seriously, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> oh, I, you know, and I said, did you drink all weekend long? Like, what's going on here, man? Did you give him the uh, the Jarrett line, the cookie line? Oh, the cookie <laughs> line? Yeah, yeah. Did you want a cookie? <laughs> You like that one, eh? I love good. that one. Yeah, I love that one. Or what's the, what's the other one I always say? Um, I actually learned from a good buddy of mine. Um, sounds like a whole lot like a you problem. Yeah, I've I've got that. You know, yeah. I've had clients that say, "Oh, I'm having a problem with this," and I'd say, "Oh, it sounds like a whole lot of a you problem." That's that's fuck all to do with me. Maybe this is not helping the generation get into the industry. Maybe we should be giving them like five days a week for mental health days and. <laughs> We should have a jar of cookies on the job site. <laughs> they need uh, to be inspired. Whatever happened to them being inspired? Do you do you do you think the shows have destroyed them? No, you know my opinion about that. Show. No, I know, I know your opinion, but in, in open form, do you think that's what's they would they would be inspired if there was a fair representation of the industry on any show? They would be inspired. They'd be like, yeah. "You saw the passion in Jim's show, and all. Yes. What does Jim do? Jim did his job." And you saw the passion and the inspiration coming from Jim. And, and, and technically, if you looked at it, he wasn't doing anything. But I also argue the point, Jerry Seinfeld's Seinfeld show, what was the show about? Fucking nothing. He yeah. wasn't doing anything. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yet, you were entertained, and you watched it, and it inspired you, and it was funny. Jim did that. The, what's being done today isn't, uh, there's nothing there. There's no, no. There, literally, there's nothing there. No. 
So they may, I agree with you, they may look at the HGTV community there and yeah. they go, well, I don't want to be a part of that. I might want to be a part of the team that makes that because it really means yes. I don't have to lift anything or do any heavy lifting. Social media. Yeah. TikTok. TikTok, you know, you get these guys that are posting all the stuff on TikTok. You know, they love that. So is there something that we need to do? Like, do we need more social media stuff to inspire I think them? people in construction are toning down their social media presence or their social media engagement. Because they're getting called on it. I don't know if they're getting... They might be getting called on yeah. it, but yeah. I think that there, there's two avenues here where the, the real tradesperson doesn't have time for that bullshit and rather have a conversation like this and speaking to somebody in yep. person and talking the way we used to do it. Yeah. Right. And then you have the other option where, okay, I'll go full tilt and I'll be a social media influencer and I'm not going to be swinging the hammer at all now. Yeah. All right. Fine. Then choose that route. So now you're part of the HDTV clan there. Yeah. Is that what we are as GCs? Are we social media influencers? You can say, technically speaking, you are, but I don't give it, like, I don't, I don't take it. I don't go out of my it's way. It's not, a, it's not, I wouldn't, you wear it as a badge. I, no. I don't give a shit about it. No, we're we're, we're kind of like the, what do we refer to as? We're babysitters, trade sitters. Yeah, trade sitters. Yeah. Tra trade sitters, right? Yeah. But the problem is, I I don't think I think we just stay in our lane and just keep on making construction look as amazing as it really is. Yeah. And then I think the the ones that do want to get into it, they will notice. They will see it. It may take longer. No, I think so. But it's like there's been a lot of people on the show recently that just said this is not a problem that's going to get solved next week. This no. is going to take a decade, if not more, Absolutely. to solve. Absolutely. So, but all we can do is, yeah, fuck the monkeys that are doing what they're doing. Yeah. And just focus on what's going on here. Get that excitement again. I mean, I'm sure you get excited when your project comes down the pipe. and New projects. They wanted to do this. They wanted to do this. You've got enough experience now that you can vet, vet the clients. Yep. And if you feel that they're going to be an asshole, then don't do the job for them and walk away. That's yeah. Young person out there listening, just understand saying a no gets you closer to saying yeses later on. That's all yep. it is, man. Don't don't grab any all any and all knows. Don't grab everything. No. Don't grab everything. Do your research. You know, uh, under, understand it. Are you going to make money off of this thing, or is there is there is there a different idea to it? Are you are you doing it because you're trying to build up your clients? And a lot of guys are doing that. A lot of them they will take the crap jobs because they want to build that that client base. But you got to understand the clients that you're going to build. They're not going to be there forever. You realize that, though, January is coming up here. We're in November, coming close to December, as we're listening and recording this. Yeah. Um, the IBS show is coming up. Coverings is showing up. Cavus yeah. is coming up. So all of a sudden, the influencers are going to come out of the woodwork I that all the it. professionals are going to be sharing their opinion about what the construction industry should be. Mm -hmm. I'm being asked to go. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a fan of Vegas. I'm sorry, Vegas. I'm sorry, Americans. I'm not yeah. a fan of that town. Uh, but also I'm not a fan of the show being the same over so many years. I know that COVID has happened and, mm -hmm. but it was like that right before it was really boring. Even the last three years that I went, it was really boring. Yeah. When I say it was really boring, it was like, I haven't seen anything new. Construction is about new. It's about innovative. It's about yeah. let's get juices flowing. Right. Yeah. There's promising going on where this year should be different, better. Something's going on yeah. next year. I should say January. It's the end of January is happening. Um, but I don't think so. I think I'm I'm paying attention to what's going on in Europe. I'm paying attention to what the world is doing. Yeah. Other than just what North America is doing. Yeah. Sure, that's going to piss off the North Americans here, the Canadians and the Americans. And I don't give a shit. I want to go back to where it was in the beginning, where I want to learn. Yeah. I want to learn what's going on. There's new innovative shit that's going on in construction. Absolutely. Just got to filter it through all the bullshit Kardashian construction. That's all you got to do, right? Yeah. That is, an, that is a nice thing, though. Kardashian, what? Kardashian and construction. Kond 
No, Kardashians just need, a, I, I'd say how many trucks of concrete would I need to get rid of that whole clan? <laughs> and one excavator. That's a lot. Yeah, I'm That's with uh, Metallica on that one, man. <laughs> Their t-shirt. Green Book Talk, heavy machinery fines. Let's play a little fine game here. Okay. Can you see the this bit? No. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving a machine controls unattended. What is the fine for that? Jumping out of the machine and doing something and then coming back in, what do you think that fine will be? Not sure. 250. No way. Passing an excavating machine or its load over a worker. Oh, that's going to oh. be big. That's going to be large. What do you think that is? 750. 250. Really? That's it? I think you get extra points if you hit him on the hard <laughs> hat. Passing a hoisting device load over a worker. What do you think the fine on that is? Same price. 250. See a pattern here, right? Eh? Yep. Doing other work while acting as a signal. Oh, that's right. You got one job as a signal. Yeah. Can't do anything else. What's the fine for that one? On your TikTok page and your stop slow, stop slow. What's the fine for that one? Is it 250? 250. <laughs> Failing to wear prescribed garment as a signaler. Hmm. What's the fine for that? <laughs> Which would mean high vis, safety vest. All your essential. Uh, I find it might be a bit of a pattern here, so I'm going to say 250. 250. Using a suspended object as a workplace. Suspended object as a workplace. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, like a platform. Ah, fuck, for sure. What do you think that is? Uh, is that 300 minus 50? <laughs> 250. <laughs> Operating a hoisting device without qualifications. What do you think that's That's only 250. Are you serious? Fitty. No. See, and they push you. They really push you to, to have these operators' licenses, and even for forklifts. You would think that these fines would be more, huh? Well, yeah. I, I think that they're at that price because I think it happens so often that they can, ha you know, yellow card all these guys, and then they just rally it up, right? Because yeah, I'm doing my math and going, okay, twenty bucks an hour times. You know, so I will say this: that uh, on a job site, but yeah. there's, there's, is there any evidence of this? Maybe, maybe not. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, we were shooting some video. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> I don't know how to operate these machines. Okay. But we were sure in some video and um there was a cameraman by the bucket and um I just reached into the cab of the, the excavator. Yeah. And I grabbed the joystick okay. and the bucket hit the cameraman. Oh. <laughs> gently pushed him <laughs> into okay. the hole. Oh. <laughs> He survived. Didn't have a bruise. Yeah. He totally survived. And Cameron was good, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that happened. Did, did he didn't want you to find you because you're laughing all the way that he was falling? You, if you watch the footage over and over because the camera's facing the cab yeah. and I sneak into frame yeah. and you can see me smirking just as yeah. I'm grabbing the joystick. <laughs> <laughs> but then I see the, the arm just quickly move this oh way and it God. knocks him and he goes and I'm like, holy shit, that oh actually happened. God. And I was like, you okay? He was okay. Years ago, um, <laughs> years and years ago, um, there was a there was a construction company. Uh, can I give names out or no? Sure, you can. Barca Construction in Winnipeg. Barker? Barca. Barca. B a r k c a. Okay. They were on a job site, um, and I guess what happened? There's a couple of kids that were playing on a bobcat. I think it was a it was just a track loader or something like that. It was a track loader. So what happened was, um, I guess they were jumping in the one. One's chasing one. 
he was jumping in the bucket, jump out, and the guy would chase after him. They thought it was funny as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, the kid lost his life because what happened was he was lifting the bucket, didn't see the kid standing there, knocked the kid right out, machine ran right over top of him. Oh, man. The guy that ran over him, and I found this out later on that they were brothers. So the guy, the guy was so done that his brother was puking on the site. They had to actually, um, mental safety, they took that machine. They did this big investigation into this guy and all that. And the, the kid completely got out of construction just because of that. But I just, I'd heard about the story and the guy who told me about it was so detailed about it. And he was like, oh my God, the guy's guts are just coming out. I was like, oh, come on, really? Oh, really? You know? Man. But I can just imagine just, you know, and it's it just stupidity. That's all it was. It's just someone lost their life because of stupidity. Well, that was going to be a funny story, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was not funny. No, that it's was like just. a serious story. No, that was a very serious no, story. No, I feel bad about mine. Well, we can, we can <laughs> edit again like, and I can, I can do a funny edit? story. It I was can, actually funny. Mine was funny. He survived. <laughs> he didn't even get a bruise. Oh, it was a love tap and he lost his balance. But you're laughing. Now he's got PTSD because you're laughing at him. I was laughing because the arm moves so fast. And then you bring up a death story, man. This <laughs> is a story. So you, you, you're like, like a good cop, bad cop kind of thing, right? You're the funny guy. I'm conflicted now, man. <laughs> I'm conflicted. Yeah, but we talk. Yeah, we talk a lot about safety, though. That's uh, you know. It's. I mean, sure. I mean, there, there's been little things here and That's there, just but I, I've never gotten to that point where something no. as um, serious as that has happened. No. I, I wouldn't want that or have that happen, right? But where's the where's the site super when this was happening? Because I mean, if if someone's watching on this, my site, no, no, on, oh. the, on this site. Like, where, where's First the site? of all, I started this whole thing by saying there's no evidence of this. Okay, <laughs> I could have made no. this whole story up. No. This could have been fabrication. That's true. Could have been. This one too. There's no evidence. Well, there are the parties that were there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, and you guys are and you guys are tight now or no? Well, I don't know. No, I'm not speaking to any of them anyway. No. So no. maybe it resurfaces one day. I don't know. I'll just deny it. But That's, you've always had that though. You it might. was funny. I'm sorry, but it was funny. And then you bring up the sad story, man. That's uh, terrible, man. Yeah, but you've always had that though. You've always uh, had that. Yeah. Uh, and you tell me a story and then I'll say what are you still talking to them? Well, no, 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 I'm not going to. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you, uh, you, you have a tendency of doing that, though. You know that. What's that? You have a tendency pulling of pulling cranes over and hitting no, people. No, no, no. <laughs> You'll have a good friendship with someone, and then some something you think is funny, and they think they take personal, and all of a sudden they don't talk to you anymore. And you're like, I don't, I don't give don't a know. shit about that. Yeah, exactly. I don't care about that. And you wonder why I learned. It I'm down to like <laughs> one or two friends left. That's it. Yeah, and she'll say to me all the time, "You talk to Manny." I was like, you, you know what? Manny? I can get more friends. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah, all I got. Like, I'll like go it. to the friend store and buy another one. Not this that's guy. it. Not like this guy. Buddy. No, Jerry. What else are we gonna chat about? We're close to wrapping it up. Um, what? By is the way, Candice, I do feel for you guys because yeah, we put you guys through a lot of crap. I'm just gonna say, including myself. No, I know. I'm right. not taking myself out of this no, equation. No, no, I've put and trust me, I've had those conversations in relationships, and I'm like, fuck yeah, that's not right. No, I don't know how to fix it, but that's not right. No, no. What do you think? You grow alligator skin? No, that's not the right way to do it. No. We just have to be better. I think I think you have to take, I would say it's abuse for your personal life. Yeah. Stop that and defend your professional life and tell your clients, sorry, I have a life. I have a significant other. Yeah. I have a family. Yeah. I have my Personal, yeah. 
Um, same way you do. Yeah. And I'm not disrupting yours. You've hired me, but I'm going to ask you to respect mine. And you draw a line there. And then you don't have to go home and be consumed about it over the weekend and then start your week tense. Yeah. Tense, man. We're already working a perishable career, right? Apparently, yeah. yeah. No, we do have yeah set amount of years, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So now you want to just strain the mental on that as well, too? Yeah. It's just going to make your personal life. This is a hard year. This has been a hard year for tradespeople in general. Lots of separations, lots of divorce going on, lots of all kinds of shit going on, yeah. you know, and broken up friendships, all kinds of shit, right? So we already have enough. Yeah. We don't have to worry about that. And, and like, I'm sure if you're not focused too, but doesn't that hurt you too, Jared, if you're on this job site and your mind's all over the place, now you're worrying about your family and now you're worrying about your professional life. That's when an accident could potentially happen. You yeah. could not be paying attention when you're cutting a piece of wood or something. Yeah. And you don't want that to happen, let alone if you get hurt or somebody else gets hurt on the job site. Absolutely. So if we just, when we're on the job site, we focus on there. We draw a line to the clients, we focus on that. Yeah. We come home to our family, we take care of our family. We focus on that. Yeah. No, I think right. those are the solutions. So that's yeah. why I was yeah. just saying that mm-hmm. I, I feel for you guys because I'm also guilty of that action. I'm guilty of several things in this world, but I'm guilty of that action, right? Two. Well, we just have to, uh, I think we, have to, we just have to inspire the new generation coming in to not make the same mistakes we make. Like I said, they get started a lot faster than we do. They do. I know. Right? They already are leaps and bounds ahead of us before yeah, like what they're doing, and we're hoping that they can come up with better ideas later on. Well, they don't want to do a lot of the service stuff that we do, though. Why not? It's not, there's no money in it to them. When the recession hits next year. Oh, they will, yeah. Yeah. All you service people are going to be in great shape. Yeah. Great shape. Oh, yeah. Because that's going to happen. That's going to mandatory. I need to fix, clean out, whatever. Upgrade, problem. Like I need a service person here to take care of my electrical, plumbing, HVAC. Absolutely. Roofs, maybe. It ain't going to be about what color pool we're going to install. No. No, no, the the fun stuff will be gone. Well, it'll be maintaining the pool. Yeah. yeah. Once yeah. the pool's in there. Oh, I know. But yeah, no, I mean, and I think the guys would, uh, they, actually, it would be smart if you are a tradesperson to actually start taking some courses mm-hmm. or learn a little mm-hmm. bit about servicing yeah. and offer that yeah. as part of your business. I do know a lot of the smarter trades that are preparing for this, uh, they're looking at uh, doing smaller projects and going back to the clients that are on the fence and saying, well, we don't want to pull the trigger on that at rear addition, but we yeah. might be interested in doing a master bathroom. Right, so then give full tilt to the master bathroom. Come up with a full tilt ideas for that master bathroom, and don't look at it like, "Oh shit, we could have made three hundred k on the addition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now we're only going to make sixty k on the master bathroom. Yeah, focus on the sixty k because right now there's zero coming in. Yeah, exactly right. Tesla, you hear what Tesla is trying to push um, for the ZV thing? They're now trying to get people more involved in stations. You can actually buy the whole charging station that Tesla will actually forward you. So they're what trying, are you talking about? So Tesla's trying to do this thing now. It, there's, a, there's a project right now uh, in Winnipeg, just off of McGillivray. Um, they're creating, Tesla's now fronting people who want to, who have land to actually create major charging stations, like major charging stations. Tesla. On your property? Uh, if you have spare property. You're they, talking uh, about like farmland or? Uh, farmland, it could be industrial land, whatever you have. They're forwarding equipment to do it now. It doesn't cost you anything? It cost you a fucking thing. You're going to get a percentage of whatever's being yep. built? Yeah, they're pushing. They're pushing for Is that going to affect the cows like the windmills affected the cows? Maybe, maybe. I doubt it, but. 
I don't. I don't. I don't know what the catch is to it. I don't. I don't understand it. But it's there's supposedly there's. I had a client the other day saying they're but they were buying property because Tesla's doing this program where you can, they're supplying. Why is Tesla doing? I'm trying to. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he's a smart cookie. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but I mean, I'm trying to figure out why he's doing it. I I can't take EV seriously until well, our, our I'm grid told. Can't support it. Who did? Our, our grid can't support it. No, you're an electrician. You're a master. Yeah. We've had this conversation. Yeah. If everybody was to switch over to an EV, yeah. we'd be in a far worse situation. Absolutely. And actually, that doesn't eliminate any all the fossil fuel that's being consumed by any country. No, no. So I don't understand. I guess everybody's on the train. You know, don't you remember the back in the... Um, yeah, this was funny. Remember when um, Carter was the president of the U.S. Yep. there? Yep. And he was all green, yep. which is great. This is back in the 70s. Yep. So he put solar panels on the roof of the White House. Yeah. Then Reagan became president, and he removed all the solar panels oh, on no the way. roof. Oh, my God. And this, I just keep going back to the original source, like when GM had their, um, the Zero, their, what the fuck was it called? EV1. Yeah. EV1, right? Yep. So that documentary. Yeah. So they were doing that back in the 80s, late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. And they only built so many of them. And then they destroyed every single one except for two, I think, which is in the museum right now. Yeah. But could you imagine if GM stayed focused on that EV1 back in the late 80s, early 90s, where we would be? Yeah. So now everyone's getting on the train right now. But nobody talks about the, the, the carbon footprint that the batteries create to make those vehicles. I know. Put it's that on huge. the sticker price. Start it's telling huge. me those numbers and tell me those same numbers in a combustible engine as well. Okay. well they're saying tell that. me both. So then I can make a conscious decision on which vehicle I want to yeah. purchase. Yeah. But you're not giving me all the information. No. So I'm going to stay with my combustible engine. And I'll just keep on driving my new diesel. <laughs> Time for the 12 questions, guys. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for the 12 questions? Shoot. There's no right and wrong, and there's definitely no cash prizes. Maybe one day there will be cash prices. <laughs> Maybe. What is your favorite construction word? Let's start with Ken's. Or what are we going to start with? Start with Jared. Uh, finished. Finished. Construction word. Um. This is a 90 minute show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's a telethon right now. It's yeah. 24 hours. <laughs> Completed. Paid. Yes. Paid, yes. What is your least favorite construction word? Um, I have to go back. No, that's not really a word. Um, you could be a phrase. Some people share phrases. Um, There's no rules on this game show. We need to put it on hold for now. Hold. Hold. Candace. Uh, time frame. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what turns you on in construction? Um, great clients. The money. <laughs> <laughs> what turns you off in construction? Mm. Um, people not not acting. Um, people not working together. Um, clients wanting um, unrealistic expectations. Yeah. What's your favorite curse word? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> uh, shit. <laughs> What's your favorite vehicle? 
Anything in the world doesn't have to be construction related. Um, 2019 Dodge Ram 2500 Cummins Diesel. <laughs> Yellowstone. <laughs> I would probably say uh, Camaros. Which year? Um, the newer ones. Newer ones? Yeah. <laughs> okay, you can stay on that I side always wanted a yellow one. <laughs> a bumblebee? Is it, is it, uh, it going to come and start oh, growing wow. arms and stuff? What is your least favorite vehicle? I just got a suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not a fan of electric. I'm just, I'm not. I, and I'm being, I'm being brutally honest. I'm just, I don't see any good coming from it at all. So uh, no EV. Uh, probably. The, uh. The uh, little beetles. The bugs? Yeah. Yeah. The bugs. VW bugs. bugs. What (laughs) what construction sound or noise do you guys love? Uh, I love the saw. Any saw? Um, I'd say my, my skill saw. I love the sound of that thing. So you realize next time you're on the show, you're going to be wearing a boss shirt, right? I think so. (laughs) Candace? I'd say the drill because it means that my husband's doing some work around the house. <laughs> what construction sound or noise do you guys hate? Um, I don't think there's really anything that I hate. Nothing loud? No, not really. I, I like it all because every time I hear any construction noise, I know there's productivity. Compressor comes up a lot. Later. Yeah. Yeah, compressor, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I actually do like the sound of a compressor. I don't know. That's just me. I so would say compressor. compressor. Yeah, that's one of the two things happen there. It's uh, it's like losing air, so you have to it's replace it. Yeah, um, or else you're working that thing so hard that it's yeah. Uh, that was hate, right? Yes. yes. Uh, what profession other than your own would you guys like to attempt one day? Um, hmm, that's a hard one. Anything in the world. Anything in the world. Anything in the world. I don't know. No. That's a hard one. Um, I would like to own my own podcast one day. <laughs> you can start it tomorrow. Done. You can own it. Yeah. <laughs> I used to want to be a police officer before I became a nurse. You're yeah. just choosing two difficult ones. Yeah. Uh, wow. What profession would you guys not like to do? Police officer. Yeah, exact opposite because his dad was a cop. Yeah, that's my dad was a cop. Uh, uh, um, true story. My dad was a policeman for thirty-eight years. He was a retired as a detective sergeant, so he was up there pretty good. Uh, when my brother and I were younger, we were pushed that route, so we both did uh, what's it in Winnipeg? It's called POPAT, which is Police Officers Physical Abilities Test. Okay, so we both passed through that. We both were. Police volunteers. Um, My brother went a lot higher than I did, but um, I just couldn't do it. And I had the conversation with my dad one day, and he asked me why I didn't pursue it, and I think I said to him right out, I don't even like cops, Dad. I said, honestly. I said, you know, I think it's a thankless position, and I just can't see myself getting shot at for 40 grand a year. And I was honest about it, right? Um, I think it was disappointing to him, because I think he really wanted me, of all people, to become a cop, but I... I told him out. I said, I would be a bad cop. 
I said, I would not, I would be that guy that everyone would just absolutely hate. And I just didn't want to do that. That wasn't, it wasn't in my blood to do that. So and your brother didn't do it either. No, my brother went, he went as far as RCMP and then he married the wrong woman, had a fight, physical fights. Oh, so he became an RCMP? He, he was stationed to go. He was oh. ready to go. And okay. then he married the wrong woman and there was a physical confrontation with her and him. And in Manitoba, there's this law called zero tolerance. Um, and all he did was she bit him and he grabbed her to remove him. Police came, picked him up and he was still wearing his uniform. <laughs> he was done. Done. Wow. But then he's the one who worked for PCL as a uh, pipe fitter supervisor. So he's making half a million dollars a year. So it was a win-win for him. because Not getting shot at. No, not getting shot at, but having guys that hated him. So he was okay with it, though. Yeah. Candace? Psychiatrist. Last question. If heaven exists, what would you guys like to hear God say when you arrive at those early gates? Um, you did good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, welcome. Here is all your loved ones. Ooh. Just got to yeah. taught me. I do. Oh, that's good. That was good. <laughs> Jared and Candice, thank you so much for, thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate it's been a pleasure to thank finally you, meet. You too. I know we've spoken like FaceTime how many times while we're both driving, breaking the law. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. And I've heard all about you. Honking, oh, yeah. honking. <laughs> all kinds of stuff. Pacific Well General Contracting Services, PacificWellGeneralContracting.com, IndustryPro2022 at gmail.com, and then it's on Instagram at Pacific Well General Contracting. What words of wisdom do you want to share with the youngins before we wrap this one up? Keep pushing. Don't give up. Don't get, uh, if, you, if, you're, if, you're, if you're determined to make a difference in this industry, keep pushing. Don't give up. That's big. Don't let, don't let clients get to you because there's always a better client out there. It's true. Yep. It's very, very true. Listen to Manny. He knows everything. No. No, no, no. This show has always been about the guests, never been about me. Uh, after uh, after the show, I'll post his personal phone number so everyone can call. Hey, I already do it on every single show, <laughs> so I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's already out there, and the email is there, out there. Everything is out there. That's yeah. all. Just don't show up on my doorstep. That's uh, it. Okay. So we didn't even get a chance. You're a nurse, and we've gone through all the bullshit that was happening in the world and shit like that. That must have been yeah fun. It it was very difficult, very difficult years. I think everyone's, it's been very trying through COVID, um, not just for nursing, but I think in general with everyone's mental health. Yeah. 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 But yeah. It's interesting you're bringing up a cop because the thing is next week we have a cop that's going to come, oh, sorry, husband and wife real estate team. Oh, nice. So they, um, were, she was, this is really fucking weird. This is really weird. She was a paramedic. Mm -hmm. He was a cop. 17 oh. years, both of them. Oh, wow. And they both left that mm -hmm. because of the force mandates. Mm -hmm. And so now they're a real estate couple. They started as a side hustle, and now they're oh. focusing on that. But they did leave because they were forced, and they, lo they both left those professions. 
They, so, well, she lost a lot of coworkers in Manitoba after I this. can imagine. Oh, my God. I can imagine. By the thousands. So he's going to, Mike, and I don't think he, she's coming on. I don't think she wants to come on. But Mike, he, he's coming on the show nice. to have a conversation about his new business and real estate agent. He's also doing another business. But he, he wants to touch upon uh, that side of the business because mm-hmm. he did give his life 17 years worth. Yeah. I say, yeah. And that's a lot, right? So Absolutely. he wants to discuss it. So, that, I mean, I'm, I'm curious about that yep. to discuss it. That's cool, buddy. Thanks very much, man. Thanks so much for taking the trek and coming down to Toronto Mm -hmm. and realizing that we're all assholes down here on the road. (laughs) I wouldn't disagree with you. We are all assholes on the road. Well, this probably won't be my first trip. I just take some time to kind of get used to the people. Hopefully you get a chance to see Jim. Oh, yeah. Take a look at him, right? And and go, hey, what's going on, fucker? (laughs) (laughs) Nah, he always makes time for everybody, man, as much as he can possibly can. Like I said, he's 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 a very approachable guy, so he hasn't been starstruck where you know it's you know. he was never jaded by that bullshit no we've had i've had plenty of booze and plenty of conversations yep. with him and yep. there's been a lot of ukrainian spirits coming out <laughs> of the woodwork yeah. and having yeah. open and honest conversations about the industry and the bullshit and all kinds of shit and you can learn a lot just from speaking to the guy oh yeah he's That's yeah all. he's a good resource man yeah absolutely thanks guy thank you hey, very much thank you angelina uh, i think we're out of here now Yep. <laughs>